Welcome. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning, spirituality, and religion, and creative manifestation through archetypes, symbols, the seasons, and timing. The topic today cuts deep for me, as it will for you, but I'll talk about that a little later. But we begin with quotes from Scientific American. Quote, The early 21st century is characterized by rapid and overwhelming change. Globalization, immigration, technological revolution, unlimited access to information, socio-political volatility, the automation of work, and a warming climate. So what's the problem? Why are people balking at the changes all around them? Hasn't this happened before? The changes in the first two decades of this century has caused uncertainty to explode. What it's also done is make individuals uncertain of themselves and their place in the world. This uncertainty draws people to what I call comfort zones, but what social scientists label in-groups and out-groups. Populism is the result, which defined simply is the people of one in-group versus the alleged elite seen as the enemy. Again, from Scientific American, quote, Generally, self-uncertainty is a sensation the people are motivated to reduce. When people are increasingly unsure who they are and how they fit into a rapidly changing landscape, it can be, and, and indeed has become, a real problem for society. People are supporting and enabling authoritarian leaders, flocking to ideologies and worldviews that promote and celebrate the myth of a glorious past. Fearful of those who are different from them, they become intoxicated by the freedom to access only information that confirms who they are or who they would like to be. As a result, global populism is on the rise. Scientific American, Winter Edition, 2022. Populism is an emotional movement. Emotions drive people, whether it's love, revenge, or conquest, the pursuit of power, or getting out the vote. It's emotions. If you want to grab a person's attention, grab them in their feelings. This has been a historic week. Say her name with her new title. Associate Justice Katanji Brown Jackson has been confirmed. The first black female justice makes Supreme Court history. She is the first justice to have been a public defender. Today on the White House lawn, uh, Justice uh, Jackson said, in my family, it took just one generation to go from segregation to the Supreme Court of the United States. Axios reported the history made this week. Quote, she will be the only justice with any real experience defending people who have been accused of a crime. That's an extremely relevant background as the court decides plenty of cases about criminal defendants' rights and the processes that police and prosecutors must follow. When the confirmation was complete, Senators Murkowski, Collins, and Romney were the only Republicans who voted for her. 
When applause broke out inside the Senate chamber after the confirmation, Mitt Romney was the lone Republican to join Democrats in a standing ovation. Before the vote, Senator Romney released a brief statement. Quote, After reviewing Judge Jackson's record and testimony, I have concluded that she is a well-qualified jurist and a person of honor. While I do not expect to agree with every decision she may make on the court, I believe she has more than me. I believe that she more than meets the standard of excellence and integrity. I congratulate Judge Jackson on her expected confirmation and look forward to her continued service to our nation. The response on Twitter from the base who run the Republican Party was swift. Quote, Murkowski, Collins, and Romney are pro-pedophile. They just voted for hashtag KBJ, end quote. That was from Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Pro-pedophile. Really? Let's define Republican, quote-unquote, pro pro-pedophile hysteria further, which includes a whole lot of hypocrisy. A Missouri Republican sponsored a bill this week, or in the, in the, just lately, to outlaw marriages to a child under 14. 48 Republicans in Missouri voted against it. This week in pro-pedophile republicanism continued with the following news. Quote, a former GOP staffer and Republican National Committee aide who admitted to being part of a ring that traded child pornography involving babies was sentenced Thursday to more than 12 and a half years in prison Thursday. End quote. Babies. An affidavit reveals this Republican sought out images of the rape of children, going so far as to fantasize killing them while they were abused. According to a political report, this Republican was the digital strategist for the RNC in 2017 and uh, uh, 2017 and 2018, working on social media advertising for political committees backing former President Donald Trump, worked for the Senate Republican Conference and for, non-profit, for a nonprofit group called Citizens for Responsible Energy Solutions and was an anti-abortion activist, originally from San Antonio, who spoke at the March for Life in Washington in 2013. Quote-unquote pro-pedophile is one of QAnon's favorite conspiracy theories, with Green joining Senator Josh Hawley down this rabbit hole. It was Hawley who unleashed the most unhinged set of questions asked of a SCOTUS candidate in modern times. Hawley accused Judge Judge Jackson of being soft on sentencing sex offenders. The contorted way he did it is on tape for all of you to see. What hasn't been dissected is the circumstances of the case Hawley was citing. Now, this is the difficult part for all of us. If, uh, if you've had difficult um, years in your childhood, it'll be especially dif- difficult for you. And uh, I really want to warn you, this, I'm not talking about this because I want to. I'm talking about this because I'm compelled to after, what, after the hazing that happened 
this week in the Senate chamber. I'm going to read from the sentencing memorandum of the 18-year-old sex offender. Um, uh, Here it is, a quote. Wesley Hawkins is a fundamentally good kid who has insecurity issues regarding his weight and social acceptance that are not entirely atypical for someone his age. Hawkins also appears to have a sexual identity issue that is complicated by his mother's strict religious beliefs. Hawkins' upbringing was a religious one due to his mother's devout beliefs. The memorandum goes on to say the young man's mother is, quote, very religious and strongly frowns on homosexuality. The memorandum continues with letters on behalf of the defendant saying he quote, is a hardworking student who wants nothing more than to be successful. The letters are quoted in detail that praise his academics and that he was a youth leader at one point. Hawkins, the man accused, was described as articulate, dependable, and self-motivated, end quote. So why did this 18-year-old risk his life and future collecting grotesque and horrific photos of child pornography, all of them male. Quote, from the, mem- from the memorandum again, quote, Hawkins said he found the fellow teenagers in the photos easier to, to connect with than adults. Quoting again from Hawkins himself, quote, I'm really insecure about myself. When asked, the the quote goes on, when asked about the fact that he was most interested in other males, Mr. Hawkins emphasized that although he is interested in experimenting, his mother, uh, his mother strongly, his mother strongly disapproves of homosexual activity due to her religious beliefs, end quote. For the rest of his life, he was 19 at the time, Judge uh, uh Kataji Brown Jackson sentenced him. He will be a sex offender under the law. His fate is sealed. Central to the crime committed is the young man's inability to grasp his homosexual nature with a mother who might as well uh, have been screaming at her son, don't say gay. Repressed sexual orientation amid a stifled hyper-religious environment will never end well. I've researched and studied this um, topic for years. The hazing of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson by sexually repressed Republican senators like Lindsey Graham, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, and Tom Cotton, with cheerleaders like QAnon's Green, is part of a contorted plan to rev up religious extremists who are their base for the midterms. Representative Green called Republican supporters of Judge Brown pro-pedophile, while others screamed, groomer. Graham, Green, Holly Cotton are willing to twist any comment for their own use to excite emotions in their Republican group, which revolves around religious extremism, racism, and fear. Quote, unquote, protect the children through vague accusations 
about Katanji Brown Jackson being soft on pedophiles, while their own records have the stench of projection. Sexual assault is overlooked by these people. In the military, it's ignored, and these senators won't do anything about it. Accusations of rape leveled against their candidates, even their nominee for president, spousal abuse, predatory behavior toward children. Senator Graham doesn't say anything. Senator Hawley? Where's Senator Cruz and Senator Senator Cotton? (sighs) This podcast is about truth. It's about being human. And sexual beings with a soul while making sense of predicaments that happen while being in these bodies. And one of the most intrinsic aspects of being human is our sexual persona. In the case cited by Hawley during the Senate hazing of Judge Jackson, uh, sexual identity of the teen perpetrator was complicated by his mother's strict religious beliefs coming to a town near you in Florida. All of this because a black female judge was nominated to the Supreme Court for the first time in 200 years. Senator Lindsey Graham threw a hissy fit, musing about Brett Kavanaugh's hearing, and asked Katanji Brown Jackson how she would feel if she were treated so unfairly. (laughs) The irony... Then he blurted out that Judge Jackson was making it easier for the children to be exploited. Graham supports Trump, who has over two dozen accusations of sexual assault under his belt and a rape, rape accusation, too. He's silent on it all. What Mr. Graham knows about human sexuality is too tiny to calculate. Senator Josh Hawley wasn't concerned about minor children when he refused to say whether he'd vote for sexual predator Roy Moore. Tom Cotton said Judge Jackson would have defended the Nazis on trial for crimes against humanity at Nuremberg. Pedophiles, pro-pedophiles, and Nazi sympathizers, soft on these, those convicted of possessing child pornography, is what republicanism is today. Senator Marsha Blackburn from the child bride state of Tennessee, you heard right, GOP legislators are pushing to eliminate the age requirement for marriage to give Tennesseans, quote, an alternative form of marriage, end quote. Senator Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader for years, has sent a strong message by refusing to condemn Eric Greitens, Missouri's former governor, forced to resign over abuse charges leveled by his wife in court documents. Greitens is attempting to make a comeback in a Senate race. This from CNN, quote, Sheena Greitens, who now resides in Texas with, a former, with the former couple's two children, said she grew so afraid of her former husband that she sought to limit his access to weapons and began sleeping in her children's room out of concern for their safety, according to an affidavit filed in the Circuit Court of Boone County in Missouri as part of her effort to have a custody case moved to Texas. As an aside, I was born in Boone County, Missouri. This cuts close for me. And this is a quote from the um, affidavit. 
from CNN. In early June 2018, I became afraid for my safety and that of our children at our home, which was fairly isolated, due to Eric's unstable and coercive behavior, she said, according to court records, from the ongoing custody battle. This behavior included physical violence toward our children, such as cuffing our then three-year-old son across the face at the dinner table in front of me and yanking him around by his hair. Sheena Greiton said she and others were so concerned about Eric Greiton's behavior that they limited his access to firearms on three occasions. She said she was concerned about the, quote, escalation of physical violence, end quote, and eventually, quote, I started sleeping in my children's room simply to try to keep them safe, according to her affidavit. Senator Blackburn, channeling her state's extremism, wanted Katanji Brown-Jackson to give her definition of woman, trying to get the judge caught up in a transgender debate because, well, groomers. Yes, groomers. For Republicans and their QAnon base, a groomer is anyone who is for equality for the LGBTQ plus community. None of these Republican theories are true, but it doesn't matter to their base who's so freaked out about their own uncertainty and how they fit into the changing landscape of America that they'll do, do and say anything to feel secure. The Republican fanatics who hazed Katanji Brown-Jackson in the Senate hearings and online are driven by a base who pur- whose purpose is a religious government. Separation of church and state is under attack, revving the, igi- revving the engines of the religious extremists who drive Hawley, Cotton, Cruz, and their inspiration, Trump. Republican politics is infested with truthers, alternative reality cheerleaders, and extremists, both religious and gun-toting. From the New York Times this week, uh, an article titled, The Growing Religious Fervor in the American Right. This is a Jesus movement. Written by Elizabeth Diaz and Ruth Graham, who've covered religion in America for more than a decade. I'm going to quote from the article, but I have to keep it short, uh, fair use uh, and all. Uh, This is about them at uh, rallies, watching the rallies. Quote, this was not a church service. It was worship for a new kind of congregation, a right-wing political movement powered by divine purpose who adhere, whose adherents find spiritual sustenance in political action. Skipping forward. The parking lot vigil was sponsored by a right-wing voter mobilization effort focused on dismantling election policy. A few men armed with guns and accompanied by a German shepherd stood at the edge of the gathering, smoking and talking about what they were seeing on InfoWars, a website that traffics in conspiracy theories. Others, many of whom attended charismatic or evangelical churches, sang along. As an aside, the music is a big part of this movement. Uh, staying in the article, just a couple more things. Quote, we are, seri- we are seeing a spiritual awakening taking 
taking place, said the pastor of Harvest Rock Church in Pasadena, who became a hero to many when his church successfully sued Governor Gavin Newsom of California for banning indoor worship during the pandemic. Quote, Christians are becoming more involved, becoming activists. I think that is a good thing because the church has been slumbering. Another woman said, this is a Jesus movement. I believe God removed Donald for a time so the church would wake up and have confidence in itself again to take our country back. A Jesus movement? The claim is hilarious since Republicans are a party of hate speech, white supremacy, and religious quackery. Going back to where I started this episode, Scientific American's article on populism, quote, Diversity and dissent reinstate uncertainty and therefore are avoided. When these facets do occur, individuals and the group as a whole react decisively and harshly, creating an atmosphere of suspicion that lays the ground of persecution of alleged deviants. It breeds an opportunity for personal dislikes and vendettas to escalate under the guise of protecting cohesion, end quote. Associate Justice Katanji Brown Jackson offered a target-rich environment. Republican senators lied about her record. Then they hazed her. Senator Tom, Tom Cotton again, quote, Judge Jackson habitually sympathizes with criminals over victims. If you are a criminal, criminal, you would be lucky if your case is assigned to Judge Jackson. Really? Judge Jackson's nomination is endorsed by the Fraternal Order of Police, the International Association of Chiefs of Police, 60-plus sheriffs and police police chiefs leading many of the biggest departments in the country, 80-plus former state attorneys general from both parties. And she was accompanied in the hearings by a respected Republican judge. These endorsements wouldn't, make, wouldn't have manifested if what Hawley, Cruz, Cotton, and Blackburn and others said were true. 52% of the American public disapprove of the behavior of Republican senators towards Judge Jackson. 27 approve. And 27% 27, 27 approve. And that's just about the base inside the Republican Party that is QAnon. That's really what we're talking here. But they are the most committed the spectacle of Republican money changers hazing a sitting judge on the way to the Supreme Court revealed malice toward an accomplished black woman. Republicans desecrated the one of the most sacred chain, chambers of our democracy this week. Considering their nonchalance on January 6th, they're not done. But never fear. We have entered the Aquarian Age, and just as sure as Putin will eventually fall, the money changers who used the Senate temple to haze the first black woman judge to ever be nominated for the Supreme Court lost. Big. The guiltiest 
are Senators Graham, Hawley, Cotton, Cruz, and Blackburn, not to mention others who praised Judge Brown's qualifications but invented excuses not to vote for her confirmation. Religious extremism, racism, and fear drives them all. Don't believe what the money changers say and proselytize. Watch what they do. You know, um, when I speak of Greitens and Hawley, these are men from Missouri, my place of birth. As a young, as a young girl, I can remember before I was in my teens, it was, it was going to get worse for women in Missouri. It was obvious where the state was headed. I fought my boyfriend's mother on the ERA when Phyllis Schlafly began running amok in the state. From the time I discovered the book Candy, hidden away in my father's things, I've been investigating my past and what had happened in my childhood, but also... I needed to learn about my siblings' lives because they're both decades older than me. There are many experts on abuse, and I'm one, but where it took me is different from most. Because of my father, my investigation on what makes men abusive led to the adult industry and exchanging emails and conversations with men and the women who entice them. It led me to become editor-in-chief of one of the first financially successful women-owned and run softcore website with pictorials of strippers at the time of e-commerce's inflection point. My boss was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal above the fold. She was in U.S. News and World Report, USA Today. She dragged me into a photo shoot in that one. This was, we were getting a million hits a day back then. Faith protected me through my mother, who'd experienced lies, betrayal, and horror in her own life, some of it when married to my father. But her story of abuse started early, too. I followed the thread of the lies I lived as a kid all the way to the answers I found in Rome and beyond. I've excavated the hypocrisy of preachers, priests, fathers, and so-called Christian men of all types and religious institutions and studied to heal myself of my own trauma. Being from Missouri, race has always been a part of my life. So when I saw the money changers in the Senate haze an accomplished black woman, lecture her about being soft on pedophiles, something went off inside me. None of the Senate money changers cared. Their loose words and accusations triggered tens of thousands of people in the country. None of them cared about compassion. Compassion Judge Jackson showed a defendant. Ask a black judge up for SCOTUS confirmation her definition of woman? Yet Katanji Brown Jackson sat poised. Child pornography enrages me a lot more than it does Josh Hawley or Tom Cotton. It took my entire life to recover my peaceful soul nature and reclaim the person I was before my mind split in two. The hazing scene this week by the Senate Republicans is the most unchristian 
ungodlike behavior we've witnessed in this century from the Senate chamber of our great democracy. Many of these same people stood behind seditious conspirators and a president who fomented and encouraged January 6th, the violent insurrection to overthrow our democracy. These same people hide behind God, invoke the name of Christ, yet show no morality or ethical line they will not cross. For the privilege of being the first black woman to be nominated in over 200 years and confirmed to the Supreme Court, Katanji Brown Jackson was hazed. Still, she persevered. God bless America. Stay vigilant. Evils afoot. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning. My website is taylormarsh.com. I'm all over social media, too. Until next time.